You're listening to the official podcast of Oasis Community Church, where everybody's welcome, nobody's perfect, and anything's possible. If you'd like to learn more about Oasis, request prayer, or get in touch with a pastor, visit our website at oasischurch.org. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you, Dennis and Mikkel. That was, uh, that was a great, great rendition of that song. I, I've always really loved that song. It's, it's such a, a beautiful melody that's it's been part of my life for so long. Um, but first of all, good morning, church. How are you all doing today? If you, if you don't recognize me, uh, my name is Mike Johnson. I'm usually hiding in the back of the stage somewhere with a guitar strung over my shoulder in the dark. So today, though, I, I'm out here in front because I've asked Robbie um, if I could speak. So today is Pastor Appreciation Sunday. We're recognizing our pastors today. And I figured there is no better way to make sure that the body of believers here today uh, appreciate our pastors than if I speak. <laughs> because after this week, Robbie, they're going to love you so much more than they already do. But I met Robbie uh, the year we both came to Southeastern University. Uh, we, we came at the same time. I was a mid-classman. He was a new professor to the campus. And I, I completed my degree studies uh, with a major in pastoral ministry and a minor in Waddellian theology. Um, I actually had enough credit hours in Robbie's classes uh, to qualify for a, a minor uh, under university policy. But when we returned to Lakeland about four years ago, uh, the hardest part in joining this church was making that transition uh, from Dr. Waddell, who, you know, that was the relationship I had with him before, to joining this church. And he pulled me aside one day and said, Mike, you, you can't call me Dr. Waddell here. Nobody knows me by that. I'm, I'm Robbie here in the church. So you, you just have to do that. And it was very difficult because of the respect that I, I'd had for him and the mentorship um, that, that he had had in my life. And so uh, I just have appreciation for the pastoral staff here. Robbie and, and the relationship I've had, but having been part of this church, um, the, the appreciation that I have for everyone and, and what they bring to the table in this church um, and how they lead has really been uh, so, so very valuable to my life, to my family's life, and I know to the lives of people here. But most of that is yesterday. I bring all that up because I do want to show appreciation, um, but I also want to think very fondly upon that past and the impact it's had on me, which I feel really connects to that song. And, and like I said, I, I love that song. I grew up listening older uh, music than, than kind of where I, I found myself while ever the new kids on the block and other popular pop music of the time. Um, I wasn't allowed to kind of listen to those things, but I was allowed to listen to 50s, 60s, and 70s. And so uh, this song played a big part of my, my musical development and my, my understanding of kind of what music and melody uh, were, were meant to be. And, and it was just such a, a moving song. And I, I don't know that I understood it as well at that point in my life, but it was, it was just so much a part of kind of that development cycle as I learned to play instruments and practice music myself. I don't want to do a disservice to Cartney and Lennon for their work on this song um, by trying to read too much into it, but the lyrics seem to tell a few stories at once. The story of the chorus is very much tied to the loss of romance. Uh, she has left because he has said something wrong, and there's this regret that longs for that to return. But the rest of the song seems to be a reflection on many things in life, such as, I'm not half the man I used to be. There, there's a confusion 
in that message, kind of a, a lack of understanding of how did I get to where I am right here? There's a missing part of my life that somehow I blinked and it was gone. I think this song has been interpreted in many ways, both exclusively a song about that lament of lost romance, but also a bit more broadly, as I mentioned, a way to view the pain of loss and confusion of missing the journey because his focus was somewhere else the whole time along the way. Honestly, I, I think that alone is a key component of the human condition. I, I want you to think about that as we continue today, uh, because that challenge of missing parts of life because a goal has so much of our attention that by the time it is reached, whether that's good or bad, because we can have goals that are bad, we can have goals that are good, but we've traveled with no realization of like, how did we actually get here today? How, how did we get from that point to where I am right now? So let's recall the scripture that we had this morning. Uh, Danny, thank you for reading that to us this morning. But I, I want to think about a couple things that, that kind of pop out in there. I, there it's, it's a little all over the place, and I've heard it uh, spoken about in terms of the money aspect. You know, whenever we have to talk about money, we bring that one up. You can't serve two masters. Uh, you can't love both God and money at the same time. So if we're going to talk about money, we, we have to use that one, right? That's, that's a requirement. If we're going to talk about uh, remorse, right, that, or, or, or worry, we have to bring that one up because it ends with that statement right there in, uh, in, in, in verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Right? So those are, those are kind of the two prerequisite ways that we utilize that. We either have to talk about worry or we have to talk about money. Today I want to I look at this a different way because there's another key component in there and that is the seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto you. That piece of it right there is the focus piece. The, the, the part of the human condition that we miss the most often and at least I'll, I'll speak to myself, and if you're with me on that one, then you, you can be there today too. But I, I think that's really where I miss it most often is I let my focus get away. And, and it doesn't matter if that's the rat race, the money part of that, that message, or if that's the, you know, the worrying about the future and what might happen if I don't try harder. But somehow along the way, I, I, I kind of miss that focus point. And then just like the song... I find myself kind of wondering what, what, what actually happened. And, and I think that's also the other part. This might seem like an odd pairing to talk about the future and to talk about the money in the passage and then to pair that with that thought of yesterday. But in much the same way that uh, the, the man in the song has seemed to have lost that focus and he doesn't know, I, I'm not half the man I used to be. What happened between that point and now that kind of changed my situation? What, how did I miss it? I think that really is the key point of this whole thing is when we're focused on so many things in life that are important, right? Providing for my family is important. There's nothing wrong with trying to make sure that my kids have food and they have a place to stay and all of those things. But when that's the only focus in my life, when that's the only thing that I, I kind of make sure that I'm paying attention to, I, I get to a point later on where I, I realize I was so focused on what I could have or maybe I was too worried about what had happened before and, and the regrets of the past, letting those play in, that, that I forgot to focus on what am I doing right now? What, what am I experiencing? What do I have? I think that's the main point uh, of the, the human condition. And if we can understand that, we understand the same of the scripture here. 
It's a bit of an extreme overall in comparison. Uh, the words pagan <laughs> and uh, not serving two masters, they, they don't seem to appear in, in McCartney's lyrics. Um, I don't know that that makes it for a very good song. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, that, that, if, that if they had gone that way, it, it might not have been quite as popular uh, had they chosen to go that way. But, once again, the command to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness stands out as the reminder that the focus in the midst of all of this is, is where life is really uh, challenged for us. Right? That's, that's the point of all of this. That, that we can miss that so easily. So in the human condition, we, we realize that we as people forget to enjoy the present that God has provided. See what he is doing in today because we either want to view yesterday as a much better time. You know, we, it was so much better before. What, what, what happened? Or if, if I could just change something about what's on the path ahead of me, then, then I can affect things that I, I need to be able to change. There are plenty of examples throughout the Bible of how this plays out, uh, and, and I won't really go into too much of that today because we have a lot that we have going on, uh, but I, I think one that stands out of, of, among all of the rest is in Exodus 14 when the, uh, the Israelites are leaving Egypt. They finally get out and they get stuck in a spot where they can't move forward anymore, and they look back and the armies of, the, of Pharaoh are, are pursuing them, and they said... Uh, in in 14.12, we, we see, Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians. It would have been so much easier for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. No, you, you didn't say that. You said the opposite of that. You, you said, get us out of here. Free us. Let us go, right? But now that we're there, and now that we had that thing that we wanted all along, they're looking back and they see a literal army coming to attack them, ready to take them on. And they said, you know, it wasn't so bad. <laughs> Once again, though, I, I think this follows our humanity. We look at this example. I've heard this passage so many times, and, and this is the, the first of a recurring theme in the desert. I mean, this, this wasn't the only time that they said we had it better in Egypt throughout the whole retelling. Every new hardship they faced was, we had thing back in Egypt that we don't have now. You should have left us there. That's, that's the recurring theme of Exodus over and over. And however, as much as I want to point a finger and say, wow, who could be that stupid to miss you know, what God is doing in that moment? Me. <laughs> the answer is me. You know? I, and, and I could be that stupid. This may be the biblical example of this theme, but, but this is my life, personally, in a snapshot. I've always wanted to be older than I was right then. When I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be bigger so I was more capable. I, I was more physically able to do things, right? When, when I was an, an older child, <laughs> um, I, I wanted to be an adult so that way I could make my own decisions. I kept hearing from my parents, you know, well, when, when you get older, you can make that decision. Okay, then I want to be that older then so that way I can make that, that decision. Nobody told me that when you get to that age, you don't have the money to make the decision that you wanted to make, though. So then I wanted to be a little bit older, so I had the financial backing to make the decision I wanted to make. There, there was never kind of a point in my life where I didn't want to be the next age for something that was a little bit better than what I had today. 
And eventually I stop and I reflect. And that, that young adult sitting in Robbie's first New Testament survey class 17 years ago, it, it seems so recent and yet so far away at the, the same time. I, I appreciate what started 17 years ago and has continued to this day. But, but I benefited greatly from that connection, even though all of that was yesterday. Like I reflect on those moments, I reflect on that time, and I remember them fondly. But it, it's a lot further back than I want to admit. This message is starting to sound a lot like that song. A, a man stuck in today looking back on yesterday because he was too busy looking at tomorrow. So is there any, anything actually good as a, as a point to this? Is, is there anything that we can look at that would kind of improve our understanding and, and make more sense of why what we have is what we have in this moment, right? Yeah, there, there is. There, there's another story in the Bible that stands out against this theme, or maybe perhaps within this theme. Um, if, the, if the parts of time that we talked about, the, the past, the present, and the future, have a danger for us, I mean, that is the danger of yesterday. But if, if they have a danger for us that where we don't accept the present because we're stuck in another time consistently, whether that's ahead or behind, there's a story that, oddly enough, brings it all together for us. At the Last Supper, at, at least in Luke's account in chapter 22, we, we get this account. And so 22:19, And he took the bread, gave thanks, and broke it, and gave it to them, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And then in the same way, after he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Community. Community is, is Jesus' answer to the problem. The disciples were together in this to remind each other, to support each other, to, to keep each other focused. Why do I let myself get unfocused by, by thinking about the past or looking ahead to the future. I, I allow that for myself because it's about me. When I'm focused on myself and I'm focused on the things that I want or need or want to change, that's where I start looking. And that's when I get into that danger zone. But the table, where we come together as a group, that's the part where time kind of folds in on itself for Jesus here. He, tell, he tells the disciples, do this, future, in remembrance past of this moment of me. This is all three of those times kind of brought together in a moment where the focus is the thing that we're doing and we're doing it together as a group. So for, for Jesus, that, that sense of community is that answer to how do I get the focus out of my life and the regrets of the past and the, the prospect of the future so I can live in the moment. It's together. It's, it's in our community. It's, it's where we spend this time with each other. So I'll, I'll close this time, uh, the, the message, with one statement. Communion is that folding and freezing of time in a single moment that joins all time together to make that moment the important one. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. If you liked what you heard and want to support us, you can do so by subscribing wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can leave us a review on iTunes, and if you want to contribute to Oasis financially, you can go to oasischurch.org. May the Lord bless you and keep you. 
and may God's face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen.